Thanks for hitting that button. You are listening to The Mark the Shark Show. All right, guys, you ready to rock? Are you excited? Well, sit back and enjoy. And welcome to The Mark the Shark Show. Hi, everyone. Welcome to The Mark the Shark Show. I hope everyone's having a great day. We have a great episode in store for you, so sit back and enjoy the show. Hi everyone, this is your host, Mark the Shark. I want everybody to know that not only do I have this podcast, I have another podcast about the sport of mixed martial arts. So if you're into that kind of thing, check out my other podcast called the Mark the Shark MMA Show. And if you want to be on that show or this show, make sure you contact me on Facebook at Mark the Shark MMA Show. And, and that's my Facebook channel. Or you can go to my website, www.mark with a C, the Shark MMA Show.com. Again, it's www.markthesharkmmashow.com. And you can also follow me on Instagram at Mark underscore Retorto2. That's Mark, M-A-R-C, underscore Retorto, R-I-T-O-R-T-O, 2. That's for Instagram or Mark BJJ Fighter on Twitter. And also, don't forget to check out my YouTube channels. I got the Rockin' with Mark YouTube channel. That's Rockin' with Mark with a C again. Or the Mark the Shark MMA show, all on YouTube. All right, guys. Hope you enjoy the podcast and keep on listening. This is Brian Irons, and you're listening to the Mark the Shark Show. Hi, everyone. Today we are back on the show, and today we got a special guest. We got a drum a guy who's a drummer, a writer, a graphic designer. His name is Brian Irons, and he's here to t- today to talk about his new book. How are you doing today, Brian? I'm doing great, Mark. How are you? Good, good, good. So uh, let's get started here. So give us a little background on yourself and um, how, and let us know, like, what made you decide to write a book? Well, uh, what made me decide to write a book? Well, I, I, I've always been interested in stories from back in school, uh, in grade school. Uh, I wrote plays and stories, as, as you can imagine, as a little boy. And then my eighth grade teacher, took me aside one day and said, one of your stories scared the hell out of me. Mm. So uh, (laughs) I kind of used that as fuel. And um, I just went from there. Now, of course, life happened. I had kids and everything and things started to go along the wayside. But then I got back into it and found the right publisher for me. And everything went from there. Yeah, and the name of your book is called The Blood Red Box, right? That's correct. Uh, The Blood Red Box, I actually started as a dream, well, more like a nightmare, actually, to where when I actually woke up, I didn't know what was real and what wasn't. And that's absolutely true. And I always try to keep a notebook next to me, and I started writing down a few things here and there. And it started out as a short story, but then... It grew from there. 
Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> like, I like, is there like a main character in a book? Like, there is a main character. His name is Walter. And Walter has what we would call the perfect life. He has a great job, the great car, he has a great girlfriend. And then all of a sudden, things just turn for the worst. And in the middle of all of this, he's given this box. And I won't go into too many, too much detail because I'd like everybody to read it. But uh, this <laughs> box, this box is, it, it kind of becomes a, a, a quest. He has to solve so many riddles in order to figure out how to get out of this living nightmare that he's in. Oh, wow. That's interesting. Now, is he the only main character in her book, or are there others? Or uh, there, there are others. Um, it, it starts out kind of like as, as a family. It, 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 it goes into a flashback with his mother and, and his mother's sister and how he grows up. Um, so it's very, uh, there's lots of family members and friends along the way. There's, there's, a, a, there's a boss that he pisses off. <laughs> and I think we all know how that feels. Yep, yep, yep. And then what would you say, like what would like you would expect the type, like what type of reader would you expect to enjoy this type of book? Oh, I think anybody who enjoys uh, a psychological thriller, anybody who enjoys good horror, um, the way that I write, I always kind of write weird things. I, I don't know, it's weird. I, it's kind of hard to um, express here, but I tend to write things that, not necessarily fantasy or sci-fi, but just things that are just out of this world. Like like the show Stranger Things. That's really in my vein. Um, okay. So anybody who's a fan of horror, thrillers, a nice mystery will enjoy my book. Okay. And 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 coming books as well. Okay. That'll give the, the the listeners an idea as to what type of book it is. Now, is there is there going to be a sequel to the book, or is this like a one and done type thing? No, it's just a one off. There's no sequel. Um, although I do, I do tend to like the idea, of the character of Walter, and how he just he goes through life without a care, and then he's just thrown to the wolves. I tend to reuse that type of theme. Um, a lot in my writing. I, I do have a blog that I, a lot of times I throw um, short stories in there or just, you know, flash fiction. Sometimes I write poetry in there. And so there's a lot of that. I use a lot of uh, children as well, uh, teenagers, because they're very vulnerable to, um, to danger and that kind of thing. Um, seeing, you know, an adult go through something horrible yeah, it's scary, but when you imagine a child going through the same thing, uh, it's very horrific. Mm. I enjoy that. <laughs> <laughs> and I see that you are a musician. Are any of the characters in the book musicians as well? No, and you know what? It's funny too because a lot of the a lot of my friends in my band, they're always like, "How come you never put any of us in any of your stories?" 
And just because I just I tell him yeah, because I like you guys too much. Um, no, not really. Uh, I I I do write some of my characters enjoy music. Like I have them listening to certain things. Like one one person in in a story that I'm writing now is listening to a particular piece of jazz that I like. Um, so it's. I, I've never really written a story around a band, although now that you're you're telling me, I, I can already think of something that I would do. So thank you. <laughs> People get the inspirations from uh, the you know different places. So right, if I inspired you to write a new book. I'm always uh, I'm happy to do it. <laughs> yeah, my, uh, my inspirations uh, come from uh, a lot of watching TV, watching the news, things that that just come from out of nowhere really uh, like I read a lot and so when I do read I keep a notebook with me and and I'll rip off from here or there little mm-hmm. pieces little nuances um so it just in, inspiration comes from anywhere mm. now does the the, the the book take place in modern times or does it take place in you know yes it takes years place ago or in present day, other the other of course, other than the flashbacks, but yes, it takes place in present day. Interesting, interesting. Okay, so this is like a one-off book. Do you have any? I, I see that you got another book. Um, I guess it's a children's book called Princess. Yeah, Jessie. yeah. Um, the the children's book. Um, I'm I'm really glad that you asked that um, because um, my my daughter is here with me today. Uh, Princess Jessie started out as um, bedtime stories. So when she, when she was really young, she we would I would tell her stories. I would just make up stories to get her to sleep, and she hated them. She hated the stories that I would make up. She <laughs> she would say, "Dad, you should do this. This is what should happen." And so I said, "Well, why don't why don't you come up with the stories?" So Princess Jessie is is the first book in a 10-book series of different situations, the different stories that she told me when she was little. And it's very near and dear to my heart. Um, The publisher has all 10 books. And so even though one of them is already out, we're going to release all 10 of them in a compilation. Mm. Now, who, who is your publisher, Bob Scott Publishing? I think I saw Bob it. Scott Publishing, yes. Uh, however, Bob Scott is is now retired, and so the company is going through a change. Um, okay. To the the publisher's name is Sky Hill, so okay. Sky Hill Publishers, and um, Sky, who is who who is my publisher and my editor, she is fantastic. And so she's basically willing to work with me on any project that I want to do because I have about 20 of them right now. And this is this is what happens with writers. You know, we work on one thing and then we think of something else and then we work on another and then finally one gets finished and then we got another one going. So it's it's a constant battle. Now, here's a question for you. Um, why why did you choose to go through a publisher as to opposed to doing self-publishing um that's a good question Uh, because at the time 
when I found this publisher, um, I was a little low on cash. Mm -hmm. And self-publishing takes a lot of upfront capital. And so, although the publisher that I'm working with is not a standard publisher, it's more of a hybrid. Okay. And so I've got to do a lot of the marketing myself, but the upfront cost to me is very little. Okay. And I just, I just figured I'd just ask that. I'm curious because I, I published books, but I self-published them, so... I always find that interesting, like why some people would do one and not the other. Yeah, I mean, I would, I mean, if I could find, you know, a publisher willing to, you know, take all the cost for me, you know, do my marketing for me, get it in the stores, get it everywhere, you know, I'd do that. But that's so difficult these days because you have to have an agent. Yeah. And although I am looking for an agent, um, yep. it's not an easy thing to do. Yep. That's it. That is true. That is true. Have you thought about doing a audiobook? Uh, you got a pretty, I mean, if I, if you do do it, I think you should do it yourself. You got a pretty good sounding voice. Thank you. Um, the audiobook is actually finished. Okay. Did you and, do it yourself or? Yes, I did do it myself. Okay. Um, and in my opinion, it sounds horrible. <laughs> so I've, I've got to do some editing on it, but the audiobook comes out. For the Blood Red Box will come out. Is it now? It's June, probably uh, beginning of October, around that area. Around, you know, fall, fall time. Okay, that's good. That's good. Yeah. It's interesting, yeah. Because so, so everybody that's listening, his book is available. Well, I'm seeing it now on Amazon in both Kindle and paperback format. But I'm, is it any available anywhere else? Like, is it on Barnes and Noble or? It's gonna be available in bookstores uh, after I sell a certain amount. I've got it because they have a minimum run that they have to buy. Okay. Um. So and actually, as of the last time I checked, as of last month, which was uh, which was May, I've sold around 250 books. Now that's not bad for a new author that's actually marketing it on its own. You know, because I, I I I've been on a radio station here, uh, local here, and uh, now with the help of you, hopefully I can get there. I've got to sell a thousand books to get into bookstores. Uh huh. Do you do any paid advertising like through Amazon? Uh, I'm currently looking into that right now. Um, I, I, I'm trying to get my my author's page up there and get the advertising going. But as far as the budget goes from the publisher, I do have a little bit of marketing budget. However, a lot of that was spent on radio ads. We did some radio ah. advertising. And which really helped. I mean, I sold a lot of books that very day. So um, it was. It, wow, really? Yeah, it's, it takes a lot. Uh, I mean, I go to local bookstores, tell them who I am, put the word out there. Um, but in the meantime, I'm writing and I'm also going to school at the same time. So it's, huh. uh, it's rough. And then, and your publisher helped you get the, find the radio stations to place the ads on or did you know actually uh a, a good friend of mine uh, runs the morning show at a local radio station here 
And I contacted him and he set me in line with his marketing people and they set up, you know, a nice little ad for me that ran for a week. And then I was interviewed on air. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'd like to do that with some of my books. Yeah. They came up, they came up with a price uh, that, that was, that worked uh, for Bob at the time. And uh, it, it, it was really great. And then I sat on air and talked with them for about a half an hour. That's great. That's great. Yeah. Now, do you, do you have like a website or do you use Facebook? I do. I do. I have a website. It's uh, briankellyirons.com. Okay. And then, and then you have like, actually check it out. Yeah. There's a link for them to buy the book there. Uh, Brian Irons. What is it? Brian Kelly Irons. Oh, Kelly. Yes. Dot com. It was my publisher's idea to use my middle name. Makes it sound yeah because it sounds I adds like a little extra flair to it I think yeah you know like like movie actors sometimes change their name yeah Harvey Oswald yeah yeah so guys remember his website it's BrianKellyIrons.com yeah it's pretty good yeah yeah and then they can order from there and so forth and check it out yep and any of my uh, just about everything that I write. I'll leave a little snippet there, or if it's some kind of, I don't know, I usually put everything up in there. I'm usually on there about twice a week with new stuff. Interesting. So are you, is this what you're looking to do as like a full-time profession or, or what? Well, I'm going, I'm currently going to school, getting my education degree. I'm going to be teaching English and history, but yeah, dude, I mean, to, to be able to uh, just make a living writing, I mean, that's the dream. Of course. Yeah. Everybody's listening. It's not easy, especially I think in, in today's age where people don't really read that much. You know, they'd rather watch TV. It, yeah, it makes it, I think a lot, a lot harder. Especially, you know, for those that like to, that like the feel of a real book. Yep. Getting, you know, for a new author, getting your, getting the actual book in your hands and, you know, going to a, a bookstore and seeing your book there, it's not easy. It takes hard work. Yep, and it looks like you're you're putting putting the effort into it. Well, thank you. I, I, yeah, yeah. trying. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I tried. I slacked off a little bit. I did some local book tours with my daughter, and yeah, yeah, and it, well, I got my podcast I mean, ads running on there for the books. Yeah. But and, and I think I even paid for some Amazon ads, but. It's like a hit or miss. Like you end up paying because it's like yeah. Google search. You pay for people to search and find your books. And then yep. you got to find out. It's up to you. You what you what it takes. Right. Well, to sell and, that and, one book and, might be may not may or may not be worth it to you. And right. it's not In that easy case, to pick the keywords or anything like that. I paid a little extra for some heavy duty um, metadata on my website. Mm. So, you know, when you do a search on particular things, my name will be in there. And and, and that's which is another reason why I had to use my middle name. Because if you if you do a Google search on Brian Irons, you'll find that Brian Irons is actually a character from the game Resident Evil. 
oh yeah i just did that now <laughs> yeah so so whoever told yeah maybe that's maybe they knew that when they told you to put yeah, yeah name. although i think it sounds kind of cool and now we're Kelly, your middle name in there it sounds yeah, cool. some people don't like the middle names but yours yeah. sounds pretty cool yeah. <laughs> all right well i think it was great having you on the show and for everybody who wants to check out his book his book is available on Amazon. Um, his, his brand new book is called The Blood Red Box. Again, it's available in Kindle and paperback format. And then he's got a, just to make reference to a children's book, I guess you could say, it was called Princess Jessie and Her New Friend. And don't forget to check out his website um, to stay up to date. Maybe, I think he's got a, you can sign up for an email list and Yep, you can sign up to be uh, to, to be a follower, and then uh, you know I'm always I'm always doing different things. Um, I'm always you know for my email followers, I'll always shoot them you know different notes and when I've got different things coming out. Um, I'm always in short story contests, and you know just like to have readers. If you're going to be a writer, you got to have readers. And whether they're paying for your stuff or not, it doesn't matter. Without readers, you're not a writer. Exactly, exactly. Well, the best of luck to you, Brian. I think I think, uh, I think, you're going to make it. I wish you luck getting into the bookstores. I, I have no doubt that you're definitely going to get into it. And well, I appreciate hopefully, it, Mark. Hopefully, let me know when it's in the stores like Barnes & Noble. Maybe I'll pick it up there and I'll send you a copy and you can autograph it for me. <laughs> I'll do that, man. I'll do that. All right, everybody. We'll be back after the short break. Marcus Sander was a normal family man till he was captured by the Nazis, imprisoned in torture. His only means of survival was to become a vampire. Now his only fear is on how to keep his daughter safe, but not only from the Nazis but from the creatures of the Dark World. Marcus the Vampire, the first book in the Dark World Chronicle series, now available at www.retortofamilybooks.com and on Amazon.com. Get it now. Hi, everyone. This is Deborah Driggs, and you are listening to The Mark the Shark Show. Hey guys, just want to let everybody know that if you're looking for a good suspense thriller action novel, check out the book written by me, Mark the Shark, called The Cabal, The Saga Begins. If you go to my website now, Books, you can get an autographed signed copy for only $8 plus shipping. Again, go to www.retortofamilybooks.com. Hi everyone. Well, unfortunately, all good things must come to an end, and that's all we have for this particular podcast episode. I hope you enjoyed it, and I hope you keep following my my podcast here, The Mark the Shark Show, and keep listening and look out for future podcast episodes.